Welcome to episode 42 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Amber. And I'm Danny. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about Nimblebit, everybody's favorite indie game company, which is probably a lot of people's like introduction to indie games. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the timeline. If I played this or Minecraft first. Yeah, I guess Minecraft started indie. <laughs> I don't know if when you get bought by for a, mi- a billion dollars if you're indie anymore. But, but yeah, we're going to be talking about Nimblebit and all of their awesome games that Family Geekery has enjoyed over the years. But before that, let's talk about any kind of news or anything going on. You guys got any any news or anything you want to talk about up front? Yeah, last week I mentioned that the new Magic the Gathering set was going to come out. And so I went to the pre-release on Friday night. I had a lot of fun. It was actually the best I've ever done at a pre-release event. Um, won four out of five of my matches. Um, nice. Got some pretty good prize packs. Even opened one of the Mythic Rares, Elish Norn, who is, I guess, kind of the icon of the set. So... That was cool. And then I also played Two-Headed Giant for the first time, which is a format that is usually played at pre-releases where you are on a team of two people and you fight against two people and you build your own decks. Um, But instead of building from just a pre-release box, which only has um, a couple packs in it, we built from an entire draft box, which was quite overwhelming. (laughs) We had a lot of choices to make and it was very difficult. So you have a lot more cards in your hand to build your deck from then. Yeah. So normally, you know, you just have like six packs and, you know, it's somewhat easy to make a deck out of that. But when you have (laughs) like, I don't know, like 36 packs to choose from i don't know exactly how many come in a box but when you have that many and every one of them has a rare (laughs) at least (laughs) it's very difficult to build two cohesive decks from too many choices exactly well that sounds fun does it having a uh, a night like that where you win more than you lose does that make up for the ones that you go there and you lose more than you win yeah it all bounces out i guess yeah but I usually have pretty good luck when I open my prize packs. Like, even if I just come out with just one or two, I don't know. Sometimes I end up with a $20 card, and I'm like, well, at least I suffered for $20. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. But yeah, I had a lot of fun. Nice. How about you, Danny? Anything going on? Well, I never thought that these words would come out of my mouth, but I've been playing some Fortnite. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> you need a trigger warning, Danny. The last time um, you played Fortnite was probably on like my iPad. Right? <laughs> yeah, um, I've I've gotten a couple wins, but yo, number one victory for Royale. <laughs> they have they have some new like anime collaborations with um, Dragon Ball and My Hero, and some of the like add-ons are a little unbalanced and you can just like one-shot people but it's kind of fun that way so <laughs> i heard the uh the my hero like all the emote emotes i guess and stuff are really good and the ones from 
uh, what was the other one you said? Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is just a bunch of screaming. Yeah, that's about it. I think that's what Dragon Ball is, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Did you did you crown? I did. I got two crowns right now. I don't even know what that means. It's. I mean, you won. Your you, last man standing or something. Well, you get a well, you get a crown when you win, but you get the crowns add up when you win after you win. So if you have a crown on and you win, you get a crown. <laughs> you lost me after the first win. <laughs> I'm too old to Fortnite. <laughs> I need a shirt that says that. Too win old to streak. That's the that's the word. Win streak. Yeah, but. Like, it still counts, like, if you win after a win another time. Okay. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna go over some news, and then I'm going to share something with you guys. Okay. Uh, last week, we talked about Autonauts. I was playing some Autonauts. Yeah. And the, the reason I started playing it back up was because it was on sale for the Switch, and I liked the game enough that I already own it on Steam. And I thought it'd be nice to support them also on Nintendo. So I bought it on Switch. And I played a little bit on Switch, seeing that there was a new update. And uh, my intuition about it being too hard to control on the Switch was correct. <laughs> so it was, that is not an ideal game to play on the Switch. That uh, it, it just hurt my hands after a while. So I, I went back to Steam and... and uh, you know, played the update on that. And I've beat the update. Nice. And when, when you create a new world, it keeps track of the time that you're in the world. And when I beat it, it said 48 hours, which is monumental and kind of embarrassing at the same time because I spent 48 hours in the last two weeks on this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, it's a little hard, hard to swallow when you see how much time you, you sink into something. But I was determined to uh, to beat this new, they call it settlement mode. And it was fun. It was very fun. Uh, I would say it's a better way to play it than the original way. if Because the original way gets a little little too deep. And this one keeps it a little bit more accessible. Maybe I'll try it again then. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And the other thing I wanted to share with you, and this is the first time ever on this podcast we're going to do this. Is that, are you scared? Yes. Not as scared as I was when Danny said she started playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple nights ago, Saturday Night Live, they had Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Did you happen to watch it? No. I've seen TikToks, but I mostly skipped them. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is I'm going to send you a link in the chat. We're going to pause the podcast. You're going to watch this skit, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. Okay. All right. So pausing now. All right. So what do you guys think of that? So we watched a skit on Saturday Night Live, which was uh, a trailer for a movie called Mario Kart, but it was done in the style of The Last of Us. What did you think? It was silly. That so was I thought funny. It, I thought it was really good. The uh, Probably the most amount of production they've put into a skit <laughs> yeah. for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they had uh, Pedro Pascal playing a really awesome Mario. And they had Bowser and Princess Peach. and It's really good. So go watch it right now. 
if if you uh, haven't seen it, pause the podcast. Go watch it. Then Remember unpa- to come back, though. Unpause the podcast and come back. I haven't seen The Last of Us yet, but I think I understand enough of it to understand the the Goomba fungus the clickers. joke. Yeah. yeah, they're like clickers. Yeah. Yep. I'm still about halfway through the game, so I was waiting to finish the game before I started watching it, but it's getting a lot of hype. The show, they said the show is good enough that they're pushing back the uh, next version of the game to make the game better because so many people like the show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is that it with the news? Anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. So let's get into the main topic, which is Nimblebit. Which, if you don't know who Nimblebit is, you can just go ahead and turn off the podcast, throw your phone in the, in the toilet, because you're no <laughs> friends of ours. Uh, but Nimblebit, most famous for the game Tiny Tower, probably. Mm-hmm. But they started um, by two brothers, Ian Marsh and David Marsh. According to their website now, it has Ian's name. David's no longer on there. I don't know. If, I don't know the story behind that, but. But let's go through the, the studio. Ian Marsh is the CEO, and it says, in charge of keeping the lights on and banging on keyboards until games pop out. <laughs> and then he's helped by Tim Rudolph, who's the software engineer slash VP of internets. And it says, Tim helps out with the banging on keyboards and also helps connect Nimblebits games to the internets, which is a series of tubes, not a truck. What? And the- <laughs> And then, and then also Danny Rudolph, which is the player relations artist. And it says, Danny helps out players who are having trouble. She is the friendly face of Nimblebit. Hmm. So three people on this webpage popping out these games. And they've been doing it for quite some time. Um, we probably got into it and started playing their games once they got to the iPhone you know, the iOS type games. Yeah. I think the ones before that may have been like web games. So we're going to kick it off 2009 style with a little game called Sky Burger. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Sky Burger? I yeah. love Sky Burger. Sky Burger was awesome. So you got sandwich bread falling and then ingredients falling. And didn't it like give you, did it give you like a, a checklist of what you needed on the sandwich yeah. or you just needed to get? A bunch of stuff. It gave you an order and you had to put the order together. Yeah. And close the bun. And if you got the top bun before you got the rest of the stuff in there, then... You fail. You fail. Right. Very simple in, in nature, but very fun. And I remember playing a lot of that game. And then that was followed up by a game very similar called Scoops. Yeah. And Scoops, you're picking up uh, you've got a cone and you've got ice cream balls falling down, scoops mm-hmm. of ice cream, and also vegetables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need to build the, the tallest ice cream cone without accidentally getting any vegetables. Mm-hmm. And if yep. you build it tall enough, what happens? You like go to space and space. stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> it keeps on going up into space. So I remember we would have like little competitions with that, like see who could build the tallest ice cream cone <laughs> so yeah that was that was a fun game similar to sky burger but but still uh 
different enough to be fun. And then after that is a game that I don't I don't think I ever played, but I think you did, Amber, which was Pocket Frogs in 2010. No, I didn't play Pocket Frogs. I did. What? Oh, it was Danny. Okay. So tell us about Pocket Frogs. What is that all about? Um, I'm not really sure, but I think you just like bred frogs and you tried to like unlock new species or new breeds of them and stuff. Yeah. And then was there like orders that you had to fill and you'd send them off after you bred the right kind or something? Maybe. I think that's kind of what I read. And it's still going on. I think they're still updating that game. Hmm. Unfortunately, you can't play Skyburger or Scoops anymore. You can if you find your old iPod Touch from like 2012 and then load that up. That's true. That's one good thing about never throwing away your old tech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Pocket Frogs 2010. And then they went the next year and made a little game called Tiny Tower. Did you guys ever play Tiny Tower? Hmm, I don't know about that one. (laughs) I think it's still on my phone right now. It's definitely on my phone right now. Tiny Tower is is obviously their their biggest hit, and it's still going strong today. Just the other day, Danny sent us an ad. Right? Was that you who sent us the ad? Which which sparked (laughs) the idea of this podcast. Right. Yeah. You know how ads are these days. Everything's got to be naked or something. But it was a TikTok ad and it was like captioned, can you shake that pixel butt? But it was a um, dollar sign, dollar sign. And it's an ad of the little tiny tower guy shaking his pixel butt. And I said now, this, this is a family podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We don't want no pixel butt in this podcast. Now, here's a little bit of trivia. Remember Zynga? What? Zynga, the the company Zynga. They had like all the mobile games and web-based games back in this in this time period. Lots and lots of games that I don't know, like like Farmville and all those type games. Mm. Oh, okay. And uh, they were making all kinds of money. They were first one of the first like multi-million or multi-billion dollar companies for, for making games. And they tried to buy Nimblebit. And Nimblebit said no. So they said, okay. And they created a game called Dream Heights, which was a complete ripoff of Tiny Tower. Oof. So I've never heard of that. So obviously it didn't do very well. So they, uh, they obviously... Accused Zynga of plagiarizing, plagiarizing their game, and uh, but instead they put in little Easter eggs in their game. The, you know how they have the missions in Tiny Tower. They had a yeah. mission called "Beware of Beware of Dog," and that's because Zynga's logo was a dog. And um. and the mission it says after failing to buy your tower, a rival rival developer would like, and then it asks for a bunch of materials that you have to go collect. Mm. Mm. So that's nice. They they throw in a little jab to a big company like that. And I think I don't I don't know if Zynga's even around anymore, but they probably get bought by somebody else. But yeah, very successful game, very fun game. You build a tower, you put your residential floors on there, you put your commercial, you know, companies on there and 
and then they have little quests to do and stuff and you keep on building taller and taller and they yeah. have references to their other games like the burger place is called sky burger and there's probably an ice cream place called scoops scoops yep mm-hmm. yeah very cool and all in that very pixelated look which which uh is one of my favorite styles of of this type of indie mobile game. Oh my gosh, I remember in the settings or maybe it was just online, they had the like you could create your own little tiny tower um avatar and it would just like take you to a website and you would like yeah. cycle through and and make yourself as a as a little nimble as a citizen. Oh, citizen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that a lot. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. After Tiny Tower, they made a game called Pocket Planes, mm-hmm. which might be one of my favorite Nimblebit games. I just like there. There's a lot of games b- before your time that were all like transportation tycoon games. There was Railroad Tycoon, and there's one that was just straight up called Transportation Tycoon, where you had to connect cities with railroads and airplanes and, and that kind of stuff. And Pocket Planes was just an easier, uh, more accessible, little lighter weight version of that where you're sending people from one city to another, you make some money, and then they have little quests that you have to get these people to this town for a convention or something like that. It was just a lot of fun. You buy more planes or unlock more pieces and build your planes and buy more airports and start going all over the, all over the globe. You guys still play that, or have you played uh, it in a while? I had a resurg a resurgence in my tiny uh, my my pocket planes and pocket trains. Spoiler alert: there's a train one um, <laughs> around Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was nonstop playing um, those two. Well, the first one I re-downloaded was Tiny Tower, and then I was like, wait a second pocket planes and then i don't think i ever played pocket trains before so i downloaded that one as well i load Mm -hmm. up my pocket planes every now and then but i've got such a huge network of planes and airports that you get into it and you're like oh what is happening (laughs) (laughs) like 40 routes to i'm like this is too much you know it's fun when you start off and it's fun when you build it up but if you jump back into 40 planes after not playing it for a while, then it's like, this is work. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that one a lot, especially when I was younger. Um, because I liked learning about the geography of the whole world, like in the game. And I, I remember like asking you like, what, well, why is this city more expensive than this city? And oh yeah. Why is that city less expensive than that city? Which city should I get? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm embarrassed to say that that may have been the first time I've ever heard of Johannesburg, (laughs) which is a a pretty big city, I think. That's that's how much I know about places outside of this silly country we live in. (laughs) All right, so Pocket Plains, after Pocket Plains came Nimble Quest. Who remembers Nimble Quest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Nimble good Quest. One. So Nimble Quest came in 2013. Um, it was kind of a, a snake game 
Mm-hmm. So Snake is a game that I grew up with in, in the early days of computer, but it's kind of lived in, in many different forms and probably most notably in the in the years of the Nokia phone. I don't know if you remember the Nokia phone, but before we had like touchscreens and iPhones and all that stuff, the Nokia phone actually had a game on it called Snake. Whoa. So, uh, but instead of building a snake longer and longer, you've got heroes that all have different um, projectiles or weapons and you have to go around and, and fight people and stuff. Very fun game, very different from their other games at the time because it was very action-based versus like management-based and simulation-based. Um, only made it to 2017 on mobile because right around that time, the, uh, the iPhone went through a major change and they went from like 32-bit to 64-bit applications or something like that. And to update all your games and apps, it was very task-heavy. And I remember at the time I was making apps for for people. And to update their apps, it was like a big undertaking. So I think in their case, since they're such a small studio, they just had to decide, hey, this one we just can't update. So it was taken off mobile in 2017, but it still exists on Steam. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it free? It's five bucks. What? So I wish listed it. Okay. <laughs> I love the company, but five bucks is just way too much. So we'll see if it goes on sale. But that'll be a good rainy day game to to pull up on Steam and and churn through. It said there was something like sixteen heroes. I think I got to like eight. So <laughs> yeah. So I've got I've got quite a ways to go. I guess it starts getting really hard. Mm-hmm. So that was 2013. Also in 2013, we got Pocket Trains, which Amber alluded to. Very similar to Pocket Planes, except for the trains don't go in the air. They go in tracks. But you build a network of trains. You get different cars. I think you just add on different cars and stuff for different cargo. Mm-hmm. And send them to different cities. And you make your money and you buy more stuff and so on and so on. Now, if you're paying attention to the timeline here... We did Tiny Tower, Pocket Planes, Nimble Quest, and Pocket Trains all in 2011 to 2013. Mm-hmm. And this is, according to their website, like a couple, a couple people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that to me is incredible that they're able to, to do this um, so quickly. They must have just been in churn mode, just absolutely just cranking, cranking out the code. They were really smart about it, though, like reusing the graphics for the games like Tiny Tower, Pocket Planes and Pocket Trains all use the same kind of bitizen kind of thing. And I don't know, it's just cool that they could like make this universe, but like, yeah, just like Absolutely. reuse their assets in a smart way. Yep. Yep. That definitely helps. Uh, let's see. 2013 also a game called Star Wars Tiny Death Star comes out. Oh. Now this is their collaboration with Disney uh, Games, Disney Interactive and Disney Games is actually the main developer slash uh, producer of it and they have no control over it. So it showed up in October of 2013, and it was taken down in October of 2014. 
Uh-oh. Wow. Gone. Uh-oh. Disney said, we want to go a different direction with our mobile games. Which means maybe they weren't making enough money with it, or <laughs> maybe they didn't want to be partnered with another company, because I think they were sharing the revenue. Mm. Which, by, by all means, they should have, because it's basically Tiny Tower, but <laughs> with Star Wars uh, Bittizens. Yeah. You could build up and build down with that one. Do you remember that? Yes. Like, you built upwards and you built downwards, which was a little weird, but it makes sense because you're on a Death Star and you're not building a city. Yep. But that was short-lived, but that's okay because they came back also in 2014 with Tiny Tower Mm -hmm. Vegas. Either of you play Tiny Tower Vegas? I don't think so. I did. I like the gambling aspect of it. (laughs) What? You know, it had like a casino uh, mini game in it or something? Yeah, you could like spend all your money in it. <laughs> nice. Do you, do you need to call the 800 number and get help? No. Just lose all my money. Or you had like tokens that you could spin and it would give you like bucks or something. Okay. Like I think it was a slots game and you'd get like a token like every day or something and you could spin it and you'd get like three bananas gives you like a hundred bucks or something nice i learned gambling from webkins (laughs) (laughs) that wishing well dude how to get the triple cherry that sounds like the title of your (laughs) memoir (laughs) (laughs) i was gambling way before i played tiny tower (laughs) i remember playing that game but i i don't remember you know the specifics of it. I haven't played it in a long time, but what I do remember is the next game on the list, and that is Disco Zoo. Oh yeah! Also oh, fourteen. That was a good one. That one was pretty good. Was what is Disco Zoo about? You got a zoo, and well, you can go animal hunting, and you basically just like reveal tiles until you like match the animals and different animals had different shapes. So like the more you played, the more you like was, you knew like, Oh, the L shape is a a giraffe or whatever. Right. But then you also have the Wikipedia page open on a different screen. (laughs) True. Um, Oh yeah. And then you collect all the animals and the animals, I guess, get you money, but then you could like start a disco and all your animals would dance and get you more money. Right, it's one of those time games where, you know, if if you're in the game, they're making you money. But if you put the game down, then they're not. But if you do a disco, then you can do it like a thirty-minute disco or a two-hour disco or an eight-hour disco, and they continue to, you know, party and make you money while you're not even in the game. So that was really cute, really very cute pixel art style. And then they had missions where you could send them off into space too. You remember that? I don't think I made it very far. Like after your zoo fills up, you can have I think like fifty of each animal in your in your pens, and then you'd have to start sending them to the moon or something. What? Yeah, I think I remember that. There's like different worlds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you remember the mini game on the far left with the the traffic, the traffic mini game? I don't. No. I don't remember. Oh, it was like a bunch of trucks, and you had to like. I don't know. <laughs> Something not, with them. Not get hit by them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, were there hats? Do I remember there being hats? Yeah. In the game? They had like cosmetics for the animals. 
Okay. Fun. So that was 2014. Also in 2014, they put out a game called Golfinity. Did either of you play Golfinity? I think so. I don't think so. So I remember, I remember at the time, you know, you see on the App Store main page, like, new game from Nimblebit. And you look at it, and it's basically a mini golf game that you use a touch screen. You pull back the ball and you let it go. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very pretty graphics. Like, very, uh, I guess, minimalistic, but not pixelated. Oh. Hmm. And it was so pretty that it actually uh, put me off. <laughs> I was put <laughs> off. You know, I was like, this is Nimblebit. Nimblebit's supposed to be all pixel graphics. This is silly. So I don't think I ever played but just a couple minutes of it. But hmm. it was it was uh, supposed to be a, a pretty, pretty decent uh, mini golf type game, but it just wasn't very deep. So I don't think it was very successful. Hmm. And then let's see, 2017 Bit City, and Bit I had to look City. this up, and it was still on my iPad. And I loaded it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this game," but I don't really remember the game. I remember like playing hmm. it, but I don't remember what the overall like gist of what it was. But it's basically you uh, you build little buildings in your city and you collect coins and each one generates a certain amount of coins and then you get people driving around and they've got little coin icons over their cars and you collect those. So it's a tapper slash time-based management game slash, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But I think around the same time, there was another game that we played more of. And what was the name of that game, Amber? The one where you uh, cross gene the... Oh, pixel people. Pixel people. Mm. I think around the same time that came out, and that kind of scratched the nimble bit itch, even though it wasn't a nimble game. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, we we still confuse it every now and then for a nimble bit game, which mm-hmm. which is a, a compliment to whoever makes that game. But I think that probably tied up more of my time than Bit City did, and that may be why my my uh, Bit City city has been lying dormant since 2017. When I replayed uh, Pixel People, I unlocked all the jobs. Nice. And then I stopped playing. I could have <laughs> beat it by unlocking like all the animals and stuff, but nah. Too nice. much work. That's a good all one. Alright, so Bit City, we'll have to go back and... I just, to... I just downloaded it. I'm going to see what it's all about. Yeah, I think you can prestige in it. So I'll, I'll probably prestige and start over to see what it is that you're actually doing. So I logged in today. I logged in today just to jog my memory. It's like, while you were gone, you got $1 trillion. <laughs> like, that sounds like a lot, but I'm not really sure if that's a lot or not. <laughs> but have you actually been <laughs> counting up my money since 2017? Because that may be a lot of money. <laughs> okay, after that... Lego Tower in 2019. Yeah. Here's a partnership kind of made in heaven for Nimblebit. Because you got the pixelated style of Nimblebit and you got the you know builder style of Lego. And it just it just kind of works. Have either of you played that one? I don't think so. I, I like a little bit. I tend to stay away from like the branded versions of 
indie games. The the whole yeah. Star Wars one just turned you off. Yeah. Well, I didn't even <laughs> know the Star Wars one existed. I knew the Lego one existed, but it's like, I like Lego, but if I want to do Lego things, I'll do Lego things. Like, I want to mm-hmm. keep my tiny tower, tiny tower. Yeah. yeah. The original's really good, too, though. Like, it's too good to just not play the original. Yeah. And they keep updating it, and they had, what, the uh, 10-year anniversary? 20-year anniversary? 10-year anniversary recently, I guess a year or two ago. And they pushed out a big, you know, content push for that. And then they've continued to update it. And that brings us to the last game on the list, which is called The Distance Virtual Trails, which came out in the end of 2022. Oh, brand new? Hmm. I had no idea. Me neither. So I looked at it. No, we totally knew. That's why we're doing a Nimblebit episode. And it's not so much a game as it is an activity tracker, like motivator, like go out and walk type thing. Hmm. Not to the point of like interactivity, like Pokemon Go would be. Uh But basically it just hooks up to your, now we're using Apple devices, so it hooks up to your health kit, which knows how many steps you have and it knows, you know, what kind of biking you've done. And it correlates that to some virtual trail that you can select. And right now, for example, I am currently walking from rim to rim across the Grand Canyon. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. So it it takes my step every day and it it puts me along the trail. It has a little map and it has a trail on the map and it shows your progress. And then it says that I should get there sometime in like February of 2024. Oh. The other end. (laughs) Which I hope I packed enough water and food (laughs) because I don't think I'm going to survive it. But yeah, you can pick different uh, like the Boston Marathon or the Chicago Marathon or some, you know, trails in different countries. And and it's just kind of neat. And there's nothing super interactive about it, but it's just something to say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to see how long it takes me to do this marathon. Maybe, you know, four days instead of four hours for a marathon runner. But it still keeps moving. And it says that they're going to continue to add more trails, you know, as as they continue. That's cool. That is pretty cool. That's neat. Should have came out with that during quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's when they started working on it. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty impressive list. And that's not an all-encompassing list of all the games that they made. That's just the ones that that we had someone experience with, and ones some of them you can still get on the store. But we're looking at I don't know a list of twelve, fifteen games in a ten to fifteen year span, which is pretty darn impressive for yeah. a, a indie studio like Nimblebit. Mm-hmm. And don't forget there amazing um, animations on YouTube. What are those? The little tiny tower shorts and the pocket. Oh, yeah. Where they're in the elevator and then they upgrade the elevator and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I remember those. And when they're sitting next to a box of bees, it's like, this box of bees is talking to me. I'm sorry. There's that's a box of bees. 
no, it's a person in the box of bees. I don't think a person could survive in a box of bees. Buzz, buzz. He just said buzz, buzz. Yeah, because it's bees. That one's good. You have that memorized? (laughs) 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 I go back and watch them every now and then because they're so funny. You don't even have to watch the video anymore. She just reenacted it for you. <laughs> well, I, I hope the uh, Nimblebit folks are listening to this so they can see how, how many lives they've touched. <laughs> Those oh. videos have got to be 10 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably ads for the game. Like They were probably made to advertise it. I don't know. Yeah, because they also had, you know, built into Tiny Tower, they had like their social media posts where what was it called bit oh bit book oh my gosh i loved reading bit book posts i always skip it yeah Um, there'd be gossip about other people in the in the tower (laughs) yeah my roommate's messy (laughs) or you know after you build a cafe they'd be like hey have you seen the new cafe that just opened i think that's my that might have been where the videos came from i think it was like Yo, look at this video I found. And it was like a link to the YouTube video. Link, yeah. yeah. Like a tiny URL or a bit.ly yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yep, good times. So we uh, we love their games. We hope they continue to make and continue to innovate in this mobile space. Because they're all, all the games that we're talking about are good time killers. They're good games that you can pick up play for a couple of minutes and put down or some of them you can pick up and uh, realize three hours later that you've been <laughs> <laughs> managing a network of, of planes all over the globe. Yep. Yeah. The entire drive of thanks our Thanksgiving trip, I was managing my planes and trains, you know, and when my trains were out of gas, I was, you know, waiting, you know, dealing with my planes. And when my planes were taking too long to ship, I was managing my trains and, I, I think I brought books and music to listen to, but I didn't I didn't do that. <laughs> I played trains and planes. You're yeah. an iPad kid. <laughs> an iPad kid. But I played on my tiny iPhone 10 Max. <laughs> Teeny tiny screen. Every few days I open Tiny Tower, hit the instant restock button, see if I can buy a new floor. Nope, still need five more million. Okay, see you in a couple days. <laughs> yeah, you get to the point where you can buy a new floor every two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's when it's time to prestige. And they ask me to look for like a sm- the smallest trophy o- over my 100 floors. Mm, no thanks. Yep. I remember I used to, when you put them on in their dream jobs, because that's something you could do. You, Everyone's got a dream job, and if they have like nine in the skill that the dream job is, then they're like a gold star dream job. Right. Mm-hmm. Dream job. Um, I would, you know, decorate my, I would give my people costumes that kind of aligned with their job. Mm-hmm. And so I could always find them. I was like, oh, oh, I need the barista. Okay. That's, that's going to be at my coffee shop. Yeah. It was, it got hard to find, you know, Oh, that one bitizen with green hair. Well, I've got a lot of bitizens with green hair. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got the random people that are just walking through the store that will continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, good stuff. So anything else on uh, Nimblebit before we call it an episode? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, that was fun. Good little jog down memory lane. Again, looking forward to anything new that they put out. Wish me luck on my traversing the uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. In a couple of years. <laughs> Let me know when you get there. Yeah. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Family Geekery Podcast. We thank you guys, as always, for listening. And until next time, peace, peace out. out. And, and geek out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.